Good afternoon. Happy Thanksgiving. I'm going to get a chance to do something I don't really ever get to do, and that's go live following a Packer game to recap and do kind of a Green Bay recap show here. And I know there's a lot of recap shows going on right now, both live streaming and on the the inner interwebs here. But figure I get the opportunity after this Packer victory, 29-22 Packer victory over the Detroit Lions. And if you are watching live either on X or YouTube or on Facebook, what are your initial reactions on this Packer win? Lots of good in this game. Lots of good in this game. And as much as it pains to say this, and I know the defense gave up a lot of chunk plays, but the play of the defense, especially in that first half, I was very critical of them after that win over the Chargers, of them being shredded. But in this game, you know, the Chargers made a lot of mistakes that basically cost them the game. And this one, the Packers forced a lot of Lions' mistakes to win this game. And the Packers get the 29-22 win, jumping out to a 20-6 victory, I mean, 20-6 lead after that first quarter. And holding the Lions out of the end zone until the fourth quarter where they scored with 46 seconds to go. Uh, sorry, the third quarter. And then in the fourth quarter, you know, give up 16 points in the second half. But the offense did enough in the first half. And one of the issues we've had all season long, uh, the Bears game week one, and then the the Saints game, not Saints, sorry, the, the Atlanta Falcons game, we've had a lot of very slow starts by the Packers and they dig themselves into a hole in this game. They came out immediately, got the ball. They, they won the toss, got the football, didn't defer. And the first play of the game, they try a pass deep down the field. They get it complete to Watson who goes up and gets it. The ball's a little bit underthrown there by love. He went up and got it to put the Packers up seven to nothing fairly quickly after a very easy drive from the lions to make it seven, six, the Packers had an op, uh, had an opportunity, but the offense uh, gave the ball away. And then the fumble, the fumble forced by Rashawn Gary, who had a monster game today, Rashawn Gary, just a, a monster game. Correction, the Packers are up 14 to 6. Um got my my drives mixed up. I thought the sec the second offensive touchdown came after the the uh the fumble. But either way, after making it seven to six, the Packers offense came back on the field and just took it right down the field and scored a touchdown. Uh very well, very nice play design to Tucker Kraft made it uh, 14 to six found the extra point. And then that's where the Packers defense kind of took over in the first half, forcing a fumble with Sean Gary sacks, uh, Jared Goff recovered by Owens, who just took it in with a score, missed extra point, made it 26 Packers then recover another fumble taken away from the lions. Didn't do anything with it, but it took the ball of the lion's hands, which was definitely a good thing. Uh, forced the Lions punt after that, kicked the field goal 23-6 to send it into the locker room 23-6. Lions first possession of the second half just carved up the Packer 
defense to make it 23-14. And then we had a punt uh, turnover on downs. And then the Packers made the final score for them a very nice touchdown pass to Christian Watson to make it 29-14 after a failed two-point conversion attempt. And then after that, the Packers defense did enough. They they had forced another fumble. They forced a turnover on downs. They did give up a touchdown, but it was a little too too little too late for the Lions, and the Lions fall 29-22. And when I'm trying to, I guess, break all this down, as I said, I very I <laughs> the defense played well. I was very critical of the defense last week in the win. In this one, the defense did enough to get the win. They forced three fumbles. Uh, Rashawn Gary ended with three sacks. They they limited until the final drive. They limited the big plays. And when the Lions did get a big play, they they really stood up to the the challenge and made made a made a big stop to made a really big stop to secure the uh, this victory. So tip your hat to the defense. They played well. Uh, box score wise, it's not going to look that way. Jared Goff ended with. 332 passing yards in this game, and the Lions had 140 yards on the ground. But outside of a, a, thir- a 23 and a 15-yard run by Montgomery and Gibbs, the Packers' run defense did a fairly stout job in limiting big plays. And golf averaged 7.5 yards per completion. And again, up until that final drive, uh, it really the Packer defense held their own. And then when they did give up the big plays, they, they stood tall and made stops. So defensively, tip your hat, forcing three fumbles. Last week, the Lions turned the ball over four times, still somehow found a way to win. This one, they turned it over three times and could not. And the big thing, too, you're looking at the, you're looking at the, uh, how many times Jordan Love got sacked, and it's a big goose egg. Jordan Love did not get sacked at all. The entire football game. I think the first game of the season, Jordan Love seemed to be under duress repeatedly anytime he dropped back to throw. But we ended the game with just four quarterback hits on uh, on Love, and Love is smart getting the ball. He was getting the ball up when he needed to, making big plays down the field when he needed to, and did a good job of taking the the throw away rather than taking a big loss. And I think he did. An outstanding job of that. Other areas that stood out to me in this game, Jordan loves passing in general. I talked about he did a good job throwing it away and taking, uh, finding the dump off guy or throwing it away and then taking a big sack. He ended the game with just 10, 10 incompletions the entire game, or actually you know, 11, but there were two or three crucial drops that would have pushed the uh, Jordan Love from 268 passing to well over 300. One, Jaden Reed let it go through his hands. Romeo Dobbs dropped a pass on a, a third down that would have been a first down on a slant. And I think there's one other play where the receiver got his hand on it but couldn't come down with it. But three touchdowns at 125 and a half quarterback rating. Definitely something I'll take. Uh, Dylan didn't... Uh, Light the world on fire with his yards per carry, averaging just 3.1 yards per carry. We did have a long of 17, which gave the the Packers a chance to kick a field goal at the end of half. At the end of the half, as he exploded for a big run on a second and long situation to get that first down, 
And then Jordan Love with a perfect, perfect zone read type play to Dylan, faked the handoff, took it, and ran with it on a third and one where he went for 37 yards and slid down. I do like getting Jaden Reed involved in the running game a little bit, especially since you don't have Aaron Jones. Use him in that Aaron Jones-like role. I think that's great to see. And Christian Watson, five catches on seven targets. One of the targets was a bad pass by by Love that would have likely went for a touchdown. So he could have had two touchdowns on the game, long of 53, and a uh, touchdown reception. Malik Keith, big game for him, 4 of 46. A.J. Dillon, three big catches for 38 yards, long of 22. Romeo Dobbs, three catches on four targets. Jaden Reed, four catches for 34 yards on eight targets. He had a big drop. Tucker Kraft finally got his first touchdown of his career. Two catches for 15 yards. And Patrick Taylor with a catch for four. And as I mentioned, Rashawn Gary, Jonathan Owens, and Carl Brooks all forced um, um, correction. That's all recovering fumbles. But I know uh, Gary forced at least two fumbles. And the Packers ended the game with three sacks, all by Rashawn Gary, and 12 quarterback hits. When these two teams played before, it seemed like Jared Goff had all day in the pocket to make his reads and throw the football. Packers got pressure on Jared Goff pretty much this entire game, making things difficult for him. Kind of knocked off the timing of what the Lions wanted to do. They depend a lot on the play action, and with the pressure the Packers are pointing at the line of scrimmage, they weren't able to really do the play action much because the pressure is just getting there a little bit too much for him to handle. Then that's with three tackles in the game and two quarterback hits. Quay Walker under the game with six tackles. Uh, McDuffie filling in for McC- uh, De- Devondre Campbell, 11 tackles, uh, five solo. Uh, I you know Both those two, to me, had a pretty strong game. Walker still a little bit to be desired from time to time, but I think overall both of them had pretty strong games. And Anthony Johnson Jr. continuing to to play well as a late-round rookie uh, draft pick. He ended the game with eight tackles and a pass breakup. And then Jonathan Owens, who not been playing very well as of late, uh, been a liability out there at safety. He bounced back with a really strong game, getting 12 total tackles, eight of them solo, including a tackle for loss and that scoop and score on the the Gary sack. And I know you look at the box score. If you are just look at the box score, you're going to think the game was a close game. But the Packers pretty much dominated this entire game from start to finish. Uh, the Lions had a big drive to open the second half. And were held scoreless until the final drive of the second half. And they had a scoring drive on their first drive of the first quarter. And again, were held scoreless after that. Scoreless second quarter by the Lions. Um, after a quick, easy score to open up the, the third quarter. Uh, pretty, you know, the defense pr- held them pretty much in check after that. And do want to jump on and see what the X reaction is. Uh Currently, um, one, uh, Ruby, Lions losing to the Packers is my favorite Thanksgiving tradition. That is always nice to see. Packer win. Beating the Lions on Thanksgiving is even better. Uh, Grant, that Jordan Love kid, is developing nicely. 
and the Packers have a feasible route to the playoffs. Not weird to see Green Bay escaping with a 10 or 7, 10 and 7, 9 and 8 record. And being it until late in the season, J Lo's at least bought himself another season. Yeah, I think Jordan Love's definitely bought himself another season. I think we got to really start looking at the do we, do we, um, do we, um, consider giving Love that extension now? Do you give Jordan Love the extension now or because you don't really want to take him into the uh, it would have taken uh, if you go into the next season you're going to have potentially the lame duck season and you could have to pay him even more but I think you do definitely need to look at potentially uh, giving Love that extension now and maybe save yourself if he ends up continuing to play like he has been save yourself an extra 10 to 20 million that if he plays this way in the next season now you have to pay even more i know you take the daniel jones risk um wyatt what a huge win for packers on the road against the best team in the north jordan love was on point today and the defense made the big plays when it mattered most uh that's the first packer back-to-back win of the season that is definitely correct their first back-to-back uh uh, wins of the season. Uh, just looking through X to see if there's any other uh, tweets with hashtag Packers that stand out to me on this uh, on this game. And and the thing too, the the last four or five times the Packers have played Detroit, Detroit has just bullied Green Bay, just completely bullied them on both sides of the ball, especially up front. And I, I the Packers definitely were the bullies today. We don't see it a lot under Matt Lafleur, where Green Bay steps up and they decide to be the bully and punch you in the mouth, and punch you in the mouth again. We don't see that enough, and we haven't seen it enough. I know the Tennessee Titan game where they held uh, Derrick Henry at under 100 yards, which I did predict. Um, that's really the last time I recall the uh, the Packers actually being a bully. And, and it's good seeing the Packers, um, Siri trying to, trying to weigh in as well. It's good seeing the Packers play the bully role, not seeing them get pushed around. And they did more pushing around today than they got pushed around. And one of the the criticisms with Matt LaFleur thus far as the head coach has been when teams get uh, physical with them, they tend not to be able to respond. And they showed that pretty much the last since Campbell has become the head coach of the Lions, We've seen that anytime the Lions decide to to try to bully Green Bay, Green Bay can't answer and they end up getting uh, just completely ran over. But I think overall, the Packers front seven, yes, Walker and uh, McDuffie included, both players did not play well at all against the Chargers. I think they both played pretty good football this week against the Lions, limiting 
the the running game. I think the biggest runs that the Lions had were when they uh, took it off the outside. I know that's where the 23-yard run by Gibbs happened is when they took it more on a sweep play away from that interior of the Packers. And Kenny Clark, another another strong game from him. He had a great game against the Chargers, another strong game here. And this Packer rookie class this season, especially your Carl Brooks, who forced the fumble today, uh, he's been out playing Devontae Wyatt, in my opinion, quite a bit. And your Jaden Reed, Malik Keith. Uh, I know Wicks didn't play today, but Wicks is another one that all from this rookie class that are, are growing and playing standing football at the at the current uh, moment right now. Hopefully Wicks is back next week. Um, hopefully Wicks is back uh uh, hopefully Wicks is back next week, um, back from injury. So, but nice win by Green Bay. Not going to stay on much longer. I know there's a lot of other and probably much, much better and informative options out there to give the uh, the recap of the game. But Pack, Matt LaFleur, I, can't, I, I haven't even talked about him. Matt LaFleur deserves a ton of credit for this game. Play calling sometimes can leave a lot to be desired. He doesn't seem to be a great motivator at times. And this his play calling today was just incredible. He kept the Lions on their heels with the play designs, with the play calls, the touchdown, as I mentioned, to the craft with a great play design. And I, I feel that he probably coached his best game in uh, about a, a season and a half. Joe Barry had a good scheme, and it did help that his players actually executed the scheme. Um, the game plan was to try to force Jared Goff to beat you, and Jared Goff didn't beat you. He made the mistakes. He should have had one intercepted, but St. Brown did a great job ripping it away from the defensive back and getting uh, a nice, a nice play there. But I'm happy with the win. It's always nice to win. It's always nice to win on Thanksgiving. And for those that were complaining about we want the better draft pick, let's get the top five pick. I would I would rather win and show improvement week to week. And that's what we're seeing. Packers have now won what three times in their last four. They beat the Rams, lost to the Steelers, beat the Chargers, and then just beat uh one today against the Lions. And they've looked good doing it, too. It's not like they're winning these games and it's they look awful doing it. They're playing good football and at times on all all three sides of the ball playing really good football at times. The defense, again, still gives up a lot of yards, still gives up some big plays. Thankfully, they didn't do it today. And when they did give up the big play up until the – up until the uh, last series of the game, they did a really good job of keeping the Lions out of the end zone and forcing stops on fourth down. So if you have anything that stood out to you on this game, you can uh, message me or tweet at me or whatever X is calling it these days at Evan with sports, or you can find talking sports with Evan on 
Facebook, and you can comment on this post on your thoughts on this Packer victory. Again, Packers win 29-22, get the win. And it's definitely a a win to be happy with because for the, I think, third or fourth week in a row, Jordan Love is looking like he's the guy. He's looking like he's the guy. At the same time, your Jaden Reed uh, is looking like he's he's a good he's the guy, and he reminds me a lot of uh, of Greg Jennings. I know Greg Jennings is a name you don't want to mention in Packer land with the way he left Green Bay, but when he was in Green Bay, he was a very good receiver, very good route runner. Always knew where to get to. Uh, great vision at. Uh, Great vision, great yards after the catchability. I think Jaden uh, Reed showed that off on his 15-yard run that he had. He had showed great vision there, finding the running lanes and getting that 15-yard 15, uh, yeah, run. Jaden Reed reminds me a lot of Greg Jennings. I see Greg Jennings in him, and I'm excited to see how he continues to develop and take that next step as a football player. Well, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, I appreciate it. And I guess just a couple texts that came in to me as I was on the show. Uh, talked about the second pass by golf on fourth down. Looked like a fumble as well. It would have gained us 12 to 14 yards. I wonder why that was not challenged. I I don't know. I, I believe they rooted a fumble. Actually, I don't even know because if, if the Packers would have took over, they would have had the ball in a better spot. But I don't really know. I'm guessing the Packers decided they're getting the ball anyways. Uh, we're in control of the game. Let's not have a long pause uh, in this game. I think it probably would have been worth the, worth the, uh, the challenge, in my opinion. To get that extra 12 to 14 yards, I think it would have been worth the – I think it would have been worth it. Um Just trying to find that particular sequence here. I have to. I would have to go back and watch it. Yeah, they did it up. That was incomplete in the end zone. So they did rule. Okay, they did. Yep, they did. They did say that it was recovered by the Packers. So. And like I said, they got the win at the end of the day. That's what I'm excited about. Move the five and six. And as I mentioned, I'd much rather have them show show development and win these games and then just work for a, a higher draft pick. I, I, I can't really say I understand people's logic with the they need to tank in order to get a better draft pick. I want to win games, and I want to win games and – win games by showing improvement, and they have been. Again, if you can't say that Jordan Love is a much-improved passer of the football over these last uh, handful of games, you're not looking for it. You're, you're just not. You're, you're looking for the bad throws. You're looking for the, the, the bad decisions. You're looking for the bad play. And to be perfectly frank, there hasn't been a lot in the last four games. There's not been very 
much bad play in these last four games. And I, I remember a poll question that uh, KBN on 94.5 ESPN that they put out there. I remember a poll question they put out there. Would you rather go own four over the next four games and have uh, Jordan Love play well, or would you rather go four and oh, but Jordan Love continues to play bad? And I said I'd rather go own four, but Jordan Love play well. And I know it sounds like I'm contradicting myself here, but I'd rather I, I want to see uh, the, the the young guys on both sides of the ball improve. And it'd be interesting to see you get a little bit, a little bit of a mini buy here. Obviously, you're going to be without Tucker Craft for the next, not Tucker Craft, sorry, Luke Musgrave for the next four weeks at minimal. So you're going to need guys like Tucker Craft to really uh, step up. Maybe you get Aaron Jones back in time for the Kansas City game. Maybe you don't. But I think if you get him back in time, I think you get him back in time for the Kansas City game. I think that gives you a good chance to beat Kansas City. And that Kansas City offense is not very good this season. I don't think they've scored a second half touchdown in about a month. Maybe you ca- maybe you catch them uh, still struggling at the moment and steal a win there. But as I've been saying, and it'd be nice to win every game they have left. It, it, it's not about it's not about. Um, wins and losses this season is about seeing improved play but when you see improved play and you do end up getting the win it makes things even better it makes things even more fun to watch and the people mainly the ike or ike packer page is definitely eating crow today as they've been very critical of rashawn gary since he signed his new contract he definitely uh, earned that money today. With that said, thank you, everybody, for tuning in. Uh, for those that have tuned in, I appreciate it. Thanks for those that will be watching at some point. Uh, I will be back Monday or Tuesday to recap the, the weekend. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Enjoy the holiday, and I will be back at you next week. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody.